Welcome everyone to the Tribe Podcast, where we talk about encountering God and what it means for young adults to be disciples of Jesus. I'm Chris Cruz, the young adults pastor here at Bethel Church, and I'll be joined by co-host Dan Fairley, the dean of BSSM, and also the associate pastor of Bethel Church. Hey everyone, I'm Chris Cruz and you are listening to the Tribe Podcast where we talk about encountering God and what it means for young adults to be disciples of Jesus. I'm the young adults pastor here at Bethel and I'm with Dan Fairley. We're going to talk leadership in this episode of season one. And in season one, if you haven't noticed and you're jumping on right now, season one is about how we become more and more like Jesus, how God shapes us to be like Jesus. And we've been going after different elements or dimensions of Jesus to shape our lives. And in this one, we're talking about influence and what it means to lead like Jesus led and growing in that. And so we're with Dan. Dan, say hello. Hey, everybody. Yeah, that J- Dan has a I'm great- a leader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a leader and I've been for a long time. For a, well, yes, you have been a leader for a very long time, probably more how where where would you this is a funny question. How how when did it start for you to actually like think you were a leader? Like did you did that norm, that I just flow for oh, you? That's interesting. Yeah. I I would say like second how, or third how old grade. are you? I'm 53. 53. Yeah, yeah. I know I sound much younger. <laughs> Your voice is interweb. so young. <laughs> on the interweb. <laughs> So how? So if you're 53, like second or third grade or so. I I know this sounds super weird, but I was an old soul. But I remember like the joy of people following me. Yeah, like uh, being the one who could Mm -hmm. solve that problem, or the one who could organize the kids to see who would run the little fake store in second grade (laughs) or whatever. And I got a chance to write a little play, and I I I loved like. I wrote the play with. I love it. It wasn't that I'm in charge. I think that was mine. I'm in charge. Oh, yeah. I I like it. It feels super in charge. I enjoyed people wanting to follow me, I guess, or something like that. Being looked to as a leader. Yeah. That's awesome. I think. Um, you know, we we just are in a quarter with our young adults talking about what it what it means to be a leader and all those elements. And one of the things that I highlighted right away was when the Apostle Paul talks about it's noble for you to seek out being an overseer of the church or being essentially being a leader going, it's yeah. noble. This is a noble task. Well, let's start even before that. Like yeah. I keep that, but yeah. I mean, Jesus says, go and make disciples. You yeah. cannot make disciples without being a leader. No. So teaching them to obey everything. Yeah. And I'm and baptizing. T- leadership is, a, is figuring out how to take that talents, those gifts, those things God has inside of you for the benefit of other people. Absolutely. And so yeah, if yeah. you can't do the mission of Jesus without this. No. And so it, everybody gets, to, nobody gets to opt out of leadership in the yeah. kingdom. Yeah. Like that doesn't, I know it's, it's noble. Yeah. But you can't opt out because yeah. we have this mandate to be disciplers, mm-hmm. teachers. So, so a lot, of, a lot of the conversations around leadership, you know, John Maxwell. Did different. you want to finish your? I interrupted, but oh it's, no, no, it's, it's good. It's, it's noble. And, but the the noble thing about leadership for me is the idea that God has graced all of us with skills, talents, mm-hmm. things about us, and if we did, we all have the potential to bury them. Yeah. To go yeah. like these things are going to be put into the ground and not used for anything that benefits myself or the world. Yeah. But the moment you decide to say, I'm going to take this, the talents, the skill sets, the giftings from God and make them uh, be a benefit to the world around me. I immediately am in the task of leadership. Yeah. I'm right. immediately yeah. in the game going, all right, I've got to figure out how to do this. And the function of leadership going, I'm, I'm going to take who I am and make it benefit the world. Mm hmm. You're you're mm-hmm. in, you're engaging with leadership, mm-hmm. and for years the conversation around leadership has prim- primarily been leadership is influence. Yeah, but the thing about that that always kind of left me a little like unsettled was 
there's a difference then if leadership is just influence then there's a difference between christian influence and everywhere else's influence yeah because i know tons of people who have influence who are taking people to the worst places Mm -hmm. so there's the idea that influence coupled with love is that i'm taking you on in the journey that god is dreaming for you and Mm -hmm. us Mm -hmm. not just i'm influencing you in the direction i want to take you yeah wherever i want to go right i'm leading you to to buy this product i'm leading you to this particular Mm -hmm. lifestyle Mm -hmm. i'm i'm hopefully joining in on like you said making disciples which is taking god's plan for the world and having it unfold Mm -hmm. And going, I'm mm-hmm. going to help you get from point A to point B. And, but it all starts with leading ourselves, but then from leading ourselves to taking our influence and making it care for people to propel them forward. Mm-hmm. Leadership for me is different than pastoring people. Yeah. It feels, it feels very different at least yeah. in my conversation. How would you describe it differently? Well, because pastoral pastoring people feels like we're, we're taking your inner world and growing it and helping you mature in some, in, in some mm-hmm. areas that would be more along the lines of like growing you as a person. And, but leadership is for me is taking, taking you and going, how do we take you and take who you are and make it effective towards change? Mm-hmm. Because I think you put somebody into a situation where you say, Hey, lead this. You'll find out if they can create change or not. Yeah. If they can't actually move it forward, they're like, you're, you're not acting like a leader. You're not, you're not doing leadership. Yeah. You're, you may be managing something. Mm-hmm. You may be keeping it from failing and keeping it from, you know, backtracking. Yeah. But leading is to keep moving forward with positive change. Okay. So for me is the idea that you're not pastoring people is to help them grow in their life and who they are and who they're becoming. And then leadership is to take the influence that's on your life and making it lead somewhere as well. So those are kind of like watercolored <laughs> kind of examples <laughs> of the difference between the two. And, but I could see so many people who never invest in their leadership. They'll invest in how they can grow healthy, um, in all other areas of their life, but they may not think I need to grow as a leader. They wow. may think as even in this own podcast, you're getting to this part of the way of Jesus and you're like leadership. Yeah. We're, like we're talking about leadership now. And I'm like, yes, to look at leadership is to look at Jesus and see how he leads this group of people. Um, but what, why don't you chime in on here, Dan, like your thoughts on, on leadership and we'll, we'll keep going here. Yeah. I, I, I think that it's this idea of, um, one of the definitions I like, it's it's self-responsibility in a place of influence yeah. would be the word I'd use. But yeah. also like in a place of um, I, I have people look to me as a role model. People listen to me as wise counsel. Wow. I They have a sense that I think about their life when they're not in the room, mm-hmm. um, that yeah. I have hope for them yeah. and uh, that they matter, that I, I, I want to see them launched into mm-hmm. something. So I think there's um and there's lots of different levels of leadership. Mm-hmm. Like we can be great leaders who are a pastor who are functioning as a pastor within a leadership kind of. T- I'm leading mm-hmm. you to self awareness and self understanding yeah. to meet Christ in these broken places, and yeah. so we can be practicing leadership there. But that so I understand why there's some difference in yeah. how people experience it because yeah. some people might be like I I, I only lead them in um, I lead in fun like yeah. I uh, people are get are mm-hmm. too serious and mm-hmm. I know how to lead them to like have a good time like I yeah. think we need people like yeah, that absolutely uh, who who do those sorts of things so uh, anyway they they we man we practice self responsibility in this place of influence mm-hmm. and that's that's yeah. the basis so one of the basic places yeah. of leadership for and us I I, I remember kind of even learning this in, in school and then learning this as a young adults pastor, helping people see. Um, I, I remember kind of just talking to some of my young leaders and being like, I don't think you think of yourself as a leader. Yeah. 
And the, the, the reason I would say this, it feels like you actually do not care in, a, in an unhealthy way, do not care mm-hmm. what people are seeing of you. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the way that you live your life, you're not thinking I'm a leader, therefore giving permission to other people. You're, yeah. you're thinking you can walk in a room, do whatever you want. And I'm like, you're actually not thinking like a leader. The, the idea that people are not looking at you. No, they are. Yeah, they're looking at yeah. you and going, what are you going to give me permission to do? Mm-hmm. The, Jesus lives with this. I give permission to people around me to live a certain way. What kind of permission are you giving people? That's good. By the way, you're leading your life is what I would talk to young leaders about. I'm like, what what are you saying is something worth living like? Yeah. And yeah. Right now, I'm seeing something that goes. You definitely don't see yourself as a leader because you you wouldn't want anybody no. to follow you in doing that. Totally. Yeah, we talked to the students and just like we need you to take your role as an influencer as mm-hmm. seriously as we do. Yeah. And so it's a That's real rec- recognition of like I, I influence even my permission and yeah. in my in my role being a role yeah. model in the things I'll say and, and won't say. And mm-hmm. it's it, it's some people I recognize even helping them understand like. I don't think you recognize that you're a leader because everyone listens to you and you, you don't even realize it. Like it's sometimes they're like, what, what do you mean? I'm like, <laughs> when you talk, yeah. people are listening to yeah. you and they want to follow you. Yeah. Sometimes those are those people that I'm like, I want to go, Hey, you've got the humility game down. You're fine. Like, yeah, don't yeah. worry. We're good. Yeah. You're yeah, good. Yeah. Step out and start to lead yeah. these people who are listening to you. It's yeah. like God speaking to Moses going, you're going to have to lead them. Like, well, sometimes, yeah, and sometimes people have had bo- poor leadership or leadership styles they, they feel like they can't do. Like yeah. we we're, we see leaders who do command and control. Yep. And I don't have any command and control on my like my strength finders or yep. whatever. I'm like, yep. well, I thought I did. <laughs> and I'm like, I, where is all my command and control? Where's my like, I yell, you, you know, jump, yeah. you say how high, sir. Yeah. Like I don't have it. So yep. um, we can we can be sh- really shy of leadership because we've seen leadership styles we're not interested in doing yep. or following yep. or we didn't respond to. Mm-hmm. And I think we've misunderstood at that point. Yep. We've misdefined what leadership is yeah. and that mm-hmm. there probably is a road of leadership where it's, it is more, it's, it doesn't involve command control or yep. co- coercion or yep. manipulation. It, it's mm-hmm. actually some of the beautiful things yeah. of our, of our personhood. Yeah. Cause I'm, I our think passion, about, our, yeah, I think about leading my family. I yeah. think about the idea that I'm meant to one, lay down my life for my family and care for them before myself and ultimately make the courageous choices mm-hmm. going. I have to make this courageous choice to lead my family and lead them in ways that say it's going to cost me, mm-hmm. but it's better for all of us that, and I'm willing to pay that price. I'm willing to sacrifice yeah. for the betterment of, of you and our family. So leadership affects so much. And, uh, one of the interesting conversations around around leadership it, for young adults specifically is the idea of first, if it, recognizing that like your leadership starts first by being an example, like the idea that mm-hmm. like your season of life is still young, like yeah. you don't have all the like when I became a revival group pastor I was twenty two, so yeah. I. The yeah, life yeah. experience was so low, yeah, yeah. so low. So I yeah. had to go, the way I'm going to lead is by actually just living some stuff out yeah. and going, yeah. and that's why the apostle Paul tells Timothy, Hey, be an example. That's don't let good. your, don't let your, you, don't let them despise your youth. Don't let the, don't let age be the reason why you don't engage with this, Timothy, but recognize you're going to be doing it differently. Mm-hmm. You need to be an example. That's how you're going to influence them. That's by being good. an example with your conduct, your speech, your word, your purity. He goes through it and tells them, this is how they'll look at you and go, I want to follow that. I want to follow. I want to go where you're going now. I see how you live your life. So it's first going, all right, am I leading me? Mm -hmm. 
Am I leading yeah, yeah. me? Well, and you might just be two steps in front of the person you're leading. Like, That's great. It, you know, it, so it, but good. those are two steps that somebody doesn't have. And, mm -hmm. and just being aware of them. And like, I was a junior high pastor. I think I was 17 or 18. And I'm, How many years I've ago was 12 that? 12-year-olds. It, <laughs> it was a while ago. Hey, one of my former junior high kids just helped my mom, uh, my, my dad's wife, move. Wow. He met me. I hadn't seen him in 30 years. That's crazy. He was in my youth group years ago when he's 12. I'm 18. That's awesome. My, my, my sister called him, and he shows up and helps me move. Wow. On a super 100 degree day, like it's impressive. Yeah, the body of Christ is Serving. beautiful. Servanthood. <laughs> we Serving about Jeremy, that. shout out, Jeremy. I see you. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. But you, you were you kind of talking about just being a few steps ahead of the person. That sometimes leadership really is just going like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. go, and I'm gonna, I'm moving somewhere. Yeah, come with me. Yeah. Um, and now, other times it's more involved. Like yeah. we get, we get like there's tons of great leadership books. So yes. we're kind of tailoring this yeah. to yeah. those of you that are not grasping at leadership yeah. at this yeah. point. Because some of you are made for it. You're like, damn, I don't, I don't need this. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm ready to lead, born yeah. to lead. I'm like, okay, right. that's a different podcast yeah. series. Chris yeah. will be doing. We'll, but we'll get it. We'll get it. We'll but get right it now it's those you, the ones that are reluctant, who yeah. you don't see yourself as a leader, and you yeah. don't realize that this is part of your becoming like Christ. Yeah. Is he's and, a leader, and you're becoming like one. And one of the great ways you see Jesus lead is that he makes his disciples successful. He thinks he's not thinking, all right, in order to lead, I need to be the guy. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. think sometimes we confuse leadership, too, with being like, I need to be the most important person. Yeah. And everything needs to fall on my shoulders. But Jesus empowers his disciples to live in such a way that they do what he does. And he even tells them you're going to do greater things. He's not afraid of the success of those around him. No. And that's why I think if we're going to lead like Jesus, like I mentioned earlier, that leaders, Jesus's leadership is different than the world's leadership, yeah. where he's not afraid of having others be successful around him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And. You've been on a uh, specifically been on a, a team of leaders where there's a lot of powerful people, meaning mm -hmm. like strong personalities and strong leaders. W what does it take for a person to have that leadership quality of Jesus where they're they are not threatened by other people around them that they're leading or being or leading with being successful and great? Mm -hmm. Like, what are the attitudes you need to have to have to lead people in a way that like wow, you're going to become great and I'm not threatened by that. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, you got to love team. Mm -hmm. Like if you, if the genius with a thousand helpers is not, none of the helpers really want to stay with that genius yep. and they're going to move on. And, and over time that just wears, wears out the environment. So I, the idea of team that if yep. I might not have the right answer, I might not have the right energy. I might not even know the word of the Lord, but somebody yeah. on the team mm -hmm. is going to know that. So a real value for the team would be huge. Um, versus like you running the show like yeah. I've got to I've got to have all the answers yeah. and if they come through somebody else they, they're not good enough exactly mm -hmm. uh, so uh, I mean I, I'm trying to think of what other words just some measure you got to know when to be flexible and when not to be flexible at some point that's to, good. to take a stand for something mm -hmm. and sometimes it's like you know we, we the language we use is am I going to die on that mountain yeah. you know and, and so we try to think through like okay actually no I don't mind them I don't have to have an opinion on that yeah. I don't care that much about and it that doesn't make you any less than no that. it doesn't no I'm just like it doesn't just just do what you need to do there. Yeah, I, I don't because I think that's some of the, the some of the, the hard part is when people can feel less than when someone is strong. Mm -hmm. Like it's almost like when you're a strong leader, it makes me a weak leader mm -hmm. yeah, and going yeah. how. No, Jesus wasn't afraid yeah. of people around him being strong. And being like, all right, no, you can be strong around me. Totally. Yeah. It's it's I mean, I was a leader. I think I was like 24 and I'm leading this like 60 people on a bus ride trip into Mexico on a wow. choir tour. And <laughs> I think we're carrying about 60,000 in cash around. Oh my gosh. Yeah, just like, Whoa. but it was interesting. Wow. I had folks At that who, time period, probably a lot more <laughs> oh, now. Yeah, yeah. So, 
it was kind of it was two weeks you know it's big time and the guy the leader had just dropped out and they asked me to lead the trip it was an interesting deal because I, I ran into people who did not i was not authoritative enough for them i was mm. much more consensus builder they were really nervous and it, it took me about i don't know about seven days to actually yeah. win them over like <laughs> because wow. they're so used to that spiritual yeah. leadership that just barked orders yeah. acted like Didn't you're safe because i'm in charge mm. no cared about him mm. but just had that none, yeah. uh, this is i just i gotta make everybody feel safe i'll yeah. be making all the decisions here yeah and um my authority will just cause you to feel comfortable empowered yeah. and comfortable yeah. and i'm much more consensus builder like elevating mm -hmm. other people and it, it yeah. but they it was one of those interesting times where a woman you know probably 20 years older than me like i was super uncomfortable with your leadership and i'm like i'm a genius how could you be uncomfortable <laughs> with my leadership but it, whatever you must be crazy but it, <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember her responding to this. I'm not used to this consensus. I'm used to like just spiritual, like mm -hmm. a, a just take charge. I'm being large yep. and in charge. And so depending on what sort of leadership we're called into, yep. I do think it'll take some time to win people over to it. Yeah. And if mm -hmm. we don't have the traditional just just shut yep. up and listen to me, mm -hmm. there'll be some folks who are like, I actually like it better when somebody yep. says shut up and listen to me. Yeah, totally. You know? <laughs> so let's let's dive into these three we'll say these three traits that we'll just highlight about Jesus and his leadership. We'll do humility, submission, and obedience. Those yep. will be three things we'll we'll jump off of for the rest of our time. Humility, one of the interesting things I think about Jesus is when the guy who's in charge, so to speak, is willing to one, wash your feet. Mm to go and say like i'm gonna die on your behalf <laughs> and then do a couple of things it kind of squashes no anything nobody wants to be a leader <laughs> we've solved it <laughs> we solved it you're gonna die you're gonna wash feet no yeah. you wash feet then die then, yeah, yeah, yeah wash yeah. feet first then die but when you see that as the example set before you it's kind of like anything that is self-preserving self-exalting kind of goes out the door mm. when you mm -hmm. when the guy who's leading the movement is going and saying like i'm going to show you what what leaders in this movement do they give themselves up yeah they they lay their lives down yeah they this is what they do so it almost it says it makes humility the the natural like attitude yeah like uh if i'm not if the guy who spearheaded this whole thing yeah totally. lives like that yeah i need to live like that yeah so in leadership it's that that extra mile of humility for ourselves going like not false humility not like mm -hmm. all right no I'm not worth anything. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, look, what, I love what you said before one time. You're like, someone says, oh, it was all Jesus. You're like, it wasn't that good. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't that good. <laughs> like, oh, the wor your worship was great. All oh, was all yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I, Jesus is more of a high tenor and you're, <laughs> you're singing baritone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not that good. Um, but I, lo I lo love embracing mm -hmm. the idea of like true humility, proper assessment of yourself. Going, mm -hmm. Okay, no, I know who I am in this picture and I know my, I know what, the guy leading this whole thing, Jesus is like, and there's no way I could be bigger than that. Absolutely. Yeah. So well humility kind of like Jesus's own example kind of pushes us into this. Can, and let's just go with this for a minute too, is that interestingly, like he, his, he also had his feet anointed. So you have this, right. these twin experiences where he's washing their feet and then uh, Mary anoints his feet yep. in preparation and he yep. receives it. You know, yeah. and Judas is like, why did this happen? Yeah. He receives it. So, I mean, his leadership was like not only, no, no, I got to wash everybody's feet. That's right. all, all they do is foot Great washing. Point. But Great actually, point. I'm able to receive the ministry of somebody else wow. and not be embarrassed by it. Not yeah. let it not let their servanthood towards me humiliate me. Mm -hmm. Um, either because wow. some of us can't have difficulty receiving, yeah. you know, having Peter, like, don't wash my feet, Lord. Mm -hmm. And then he, he gets a rebuke for that. Yeah. So there needs to be this kind of cycle yeah. of we, we wow. wash feet, we serve, but we're also the recipients of that as well. That's a great point. Um, submission. 
the idea of being submitted, I, I think for me, this has been one of the mm-hmm. things that saved me so many times mm-hmm. is just actually having people in my life that I submit myself to getting their counsel, insight, wisdom, input that I, I feel, I feel when, when I have this, I'm safer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like that's how my brain thinks about it. Yeah. Like just going in a place where I'm like, all right, cool. The, the Jesus was submitted. I even, you even see him submitted to Mary mm-hmm. going like listening to what she's saying to do. And, and I, I love the part where it actually says that Jesus submits himself to Mary. And in that moment where he, in, in Luke's gospel, he talks about, um, he says that Mary did not understand some stuff about Jesus, but she held them in her heart. Most people only want to submit to leaders that understand them. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, they get That's me. Good. Therefore yeah. I can submit to them. Yeah. Recognize Jesus like Mary didn't get me. Mm-hmm. completely yeah but i still <laughs> submitted to the person god has anointed to lead me yeah so you can't lead if you're not submitted wow it's powerful yeah you you I, I, if i could put it like this when dan uh, i'm uh do the honor and bragging of dan mm. dan yeah mm, take it in dan <laughs> so, like coming into submission to dan is not walking into the office going dan i submit to you dan it's it's recognizing the 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 spiritual place God has anointed Dan and said, "Go, I actually need to come under that flow, essentially going, I need to actually allow that grace to flow into my life and know that that's going to strengthen me. That's going to make me a better person and better leadership, a a better leader. And, um, but it's a choice I have to make. You're like, you're never going to force me to submit to you. Like that's just not the way it works around here, Mm -mm. but you, it's going I guess it would maybe oh, I don't know if that's a weird question to ask. I was going to ask you like what are some attitudes you have with people who are coming to you like that so people who have people who are coming to them for advice, how do you like are is some attitudes that you have that you're like I think through a couple things when people come to me for advice and wisdom. Is there anything that kind of stands out to you when people submit themselves to you kind of? I know it sounds like well, an intense word submit themselves yeah, to you. Yeah, it doesn't feel that way a, yeah. a, um, a ton. I yeah. I just treat them as a fellow yeah. Uh, uh, follower of Jesus. I'm trying to, I'm a spiritual, a spiritual leadership. So I'm yeah. trying to listen and actually have a, mm-hmm. a Holy Spirit. Are you saying something unique that's other than my normal wisdom mm-hmm. to this particular person? Yeah. Um, and so I'm going to be trying to listen the entire to the Holy Spirit the entire time I'm talking yeah. to somebody, which is game changer. There's some people that are like, no, I just got my wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I exactly. There's times when he's like, no, we're going off your page. We're going off your script Dan. Yeah. And so I, I need you to be walking with me so we can go off the script. Yeah. Um, so good. So that, I mean, that'd be part of it. The, um, uh, there's not much more. I mean, submissions, it's interesting too, by the way, I didn't always have this idea okay. of submission. Mm-hmm. As a young man, I was critical of leadership uh, a little bit. Like wow. I liked my leaders, but mm-hmm. I was, I thought I was better than everybody. I mean, <laughs> I'm probably the only one that had that, but I'm like, I do that different. No way, I do that man. better. I do never, that way different. I've never thought that. <laughs> totally. Like, and this was until I was after, you know, I was here at Bethel for lots of years before I kind of figured this thing out. But it was from Bill and Chris and the way they ran their life. Like, yeah. I was a free agent. I was like, hey, I'm an, I'm an in-demand commodity. I'm a leader. I could probably be anywhere I want to be. And I don't say that out loud, but that's yeah. in the back of my head. And, yeah. and I'll be here as long as this works for both of us, you know. Wow. And then uh, if it doesn't work for both of us, then I'll be gone. So, yeah. But it was wow. an interesting having uh, Bill and Chris in my life, these guys who are uh, behave like fathers. And I'm like, yeah. I'm 20, whatever. Like, how are you trying to be my father? Yeah. So it was a very wow. interesting road for me to figure out mm-hmm. to, that I've been, I had not I not valued submission or mm-hmm. leadership. Yeah. Saw myself as a free agent. Everybody who's a peer or below yeah. me. Wow. You know, and to mm-hmm. realize, no, actually I think in God, mm-hmm. this idea of uh, esteeming others is better than yourself. Wow. Looking for the grace that f- flows in their life. So it wasn't something I did even beautifully. It was mm-hmm. something like they're just in my life as big old leaders. And I'm yeah. like, 
I think I'm supposed to, I think I trust you guys. <laughs> I think I trust you. Yeah. And that means some amazing things and then yeah. some scary things yeah. uh, as we go through that. So yeah. that submission looks like trust a lot of times. Yeah, so good. And, and so that's, right there. that's probably the way I'd, I'd yeah. experience it. I remember even for myself with, uh, with a leader, Gabe, I've mentioned him a mm-hmm. couple of times. I remember sitting with him and him one day said to me, he's like, he's my boss, but also a leader that I'm really looking to. And he said, Chris, you know, you're a better preacher than me. And I'm like, Red, what? You can't say that. You're the guy leading me. You're supposed to be better than me at everything. Yeah, that's good. Like, what are you saying that for? Yeah. And, he, and it was just like my brain was like, no, you don't. And, he, and in that moment, I felt this vo- the voice of the Lord speak to me. He said, if you, if you don't get what he's doing right now, you will never actually raise up sons. Wow. Because you'll always have them be less than you and never surpass you. Yeah. And then well, you'll it, never raise up fathers. Yeah, you, you said yeah, you'll never yeah, raise up sons. Yeah, you'll, you'll never raise up fathers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You'll never raise up fathers because you'll never they'll, they won't ever pass you. Yeah, and the, I, it was like my brain started to go, "Whoa, leadership is different than what I'm thinking. It's yeah. not just about going. How do I keep you where you're at, but get you further than me?" Yeah, and started to change my paradigm. And then I realized it's no longer about who is most qualified to lead me, mm-hmm. but who is god put in front to lead me yeah and then i go it's not your job to father me well it's my job to be a good son Mm. and so all of a sudden my paradigm started to shift on submission where i'm like this is what this is about yeah it's not about going who's the biggest brightest star in the sky that i can come under (laughs) and go they're better than everybody in the world so that way i can always feel like i can't attain that and they they're so far ahead of me Going, oh, that's actually or like I'm, I'm super, I'm way better, I'm more elite than you because yeah. I'm following this super. Yeah, totally it makes you, me feel. And you got just too. some local church guy. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. When you realize, like, oh man, it's not about that because some people are looking for that. Yeah, yeah. They're looking for like, I need the senior pastor. Yeah, that's yeah. That's the only one that can lead me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God yeah. has, God has some beautiful people sitting right next to you. Absolutely. That can lead your life, and you, if you just choose to say, I'm actually going to submit to somebody mm-hmm. and do it. Um, last one we'll cover is obedience. I remember Bill saying something along the lines of when you essentially, when you do what you feel unqualified to do, it, it qualifies you to do it. John wow. the Baptist wow. going and saying, I'm going to baptize Jesus. I don't feel qualified to do this. But the fact that I don't feel qualified and I'm going to obey made me qualified. Just stepping that's into powerful. obedience. Yeah. And I'm going, oh, man, that's so encouraging. That's totally to me. encouraging. Like, <laughs> so like I could do that. <laughs> I could just do it on the things that I don't feel like I'm big enough to do or strong enough to do or smart enough to do. Yeah. But just obey and actually say I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just do it that's awesome i was talking to jen miskoff was talking about a meeting mm-hmm. she was leading and she just said give give jesus your yes even give him your weak yes you know yeah. so some people in the room yeah. were actually like they took the mic and said jesus i give you my weak yes but oh. it was like almost enough that yeah. obedience they totally they, they they were met by god in that meeting yeah. the whole meeting blew up wow that, that, that obedience goes, yeah, even it's it's not a super powerful yes. It's yeah. a weak yes, but yeah. but yes. Because I'm like, sometimes I'm literally just going, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just saying yes. Oh, me too. And just going, I, I hope this works as a leader. <laughs> I'm just like, I have no idea if this is going to work at all. But I'm just going to go off what I feel like God is saying. And then I like I literally was talking to our team the other day. I said, we're, you know, we're planning a big event and we're, you know, we're, we're praying that people come based off of what we heard God say. Nice. And we're like... <laughs> You know what? We've got to get out of the idea that this is this is kind of validate us as leaders. We're That's taking good. a risk saying we're trying to hear God's voice. Yeah. And yeah. we're risking to hear God's voice. This isn't about validating us as leaders. This is about us trying to obey what God is telling us to do. Beautiful. And so I, I, obedience for me in leadership sometimes looks like that. Yeah. Just looks like well doing said. that. Um, 
Any any parting thoughts, Dan, on obedience or any of the leadership stuff before we head out of this episode? Uh, yes, just one is that they're um, the baby boomers are retiring. <laughs> we need a bunch of career ministry. Yes, folks. and so uh, if Come you, you know, ask the Lord about becoming, uh, giving yourself to a career of being pastor, a pastor, preacher, teacher, yep. both men and women, yep. uh, because there's going to be a leadership vacuum. And if we be- we believe there's going to be a billion soul harvest coming, yeah. so we need tons of leaders. So yeah. And if you've ever thought like, well, I'll be a leader in business or, you know, mm-hmm. in the marketplace or somewhere else, I'm like, ah, maybe the local church is actually where you ought to be leading. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Love I mean, oh, I, love I love the love business. It. I love the market. I love teaching. Yes. All that's awesome. You know, Important. we love all the, 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 the realms where people have authority. But again, the church needs powerful anointed leaders as well. Yes. We, so good. The church creates kingdom workers for the other spheres of influence. So yes. Come so on, Jump man. on board. Yep. Come play I love with it. us. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, this is the Tribe Podcast, where we talk about encountering God and what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. We're in season one, where we're learning about how we become more and more like Jesus. We'll see you guys in our next episode.